Era, era, two heels in a face. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Years in a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, uh, unfortunately, Chris Romero is, I mean, he's a new father and he's got work stuff. So I'm going to be riding solo uh, on this episode today. My name is Charlie. I'm sure you know me if you listen to this episode. If not, it's very nice to meet you. But we, I'm on a blind date tonight. Um, <laughs> with two, uh, and I'm out. It's a handicap match. I'm not numbered. But um, <laughs> we, uh, if you know us at Two Years in a Face, you know that. We don't do a lot of super cold interviews, but somehow I feel like this one's still going to work. And um, <laughs> hopefully, yeah, hopefully. But uh, uh, I don't really know these two gentlemen I'm on the line with, and that's not a bad thing. So hopefully we get to learn a little bit more about each other. But with the quarantine happening, we've, we've put out uh, some stuff about Zella Pro. Some, we, it probably, you're probably listening to this after we dropped our Warrior Wrestling Friday Night Lights Aftermath episode. Um, but we're just going to switch it up a little bit. We're still going to talk wrestling, but we're just going to talk with not necessarily with a promoter or a wrestler or uh, some fans too. But fans that are were will be very new to the indie scene once wrestling starts back up. And uh, and I'm just going to let you guys introduce yourselves because I'm not sure where to start or what kind of in my mind what kind of like box to put you in yet. Not that you need to be put in there, but. Uh, we'll we'll but, find a box. Okay. We'll, we'll happily box ourselves in. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm Justin uh, Borak. Uh, I'm Ben Hertel. We are we're both comedians here in Chicago, but we're also mm-hmm. the host of an upcoming podcast coming out in um, October called Wrestling History 101, where we break down every pay per view starting in 2010 from the wwe we're going mainstream baby. <laughs> good in corporate yeah we we sold out immediately yeah captain <laughs> but we're uh, both we're, we're both super new wrestling fans okay find the yeah. story and i mean and also i know ben has watched some indie stuff i haven't watched like basically any indie stuff okay. and i just mm-hmm. found this during i started watching wwe during quarantine and just like fucking fell in love with like the insanity of it so mm-hmm. so yeah so we decided to make up this podcast i've been doing a podcast called this is going to work for like four or five months so we decided to write another one yeah cool yeah and uh i i know justin again through comedy and improv and stuff um and yeah i i first came to like wrestling as sort of an infatuation around uh, about like a year and a half two years ago cool. when i went to my first aaw match at logan square auditorium here in nice Chicago. there you go and uh it blew me away yeah my girlfriend uh, had a roommate at the time who was really into it and so she dragged me to one night and i yeah i was blown away it was just the coolest thing ever. (laughs) So much fun. Uh, And yeah, I, I never really watched the WWE growing up. It was always sort of like a taboo in my family, I guess in a way, like they they still let me watch violent movies and uh, other stuff. But like, for some reason, wrestling was always sort of like a, 
uh, we just don't want to engage with it, I guess. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was something that was like really uh, late, late in my blooming life. <laughs> and, and I absolutely love it. Like it, yeah. it hits on all my love of like, I also watch boxing and UFC and stuff too. Cool. But like all the performative nature of it uh, absolutely blows me away. I love it so cool. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think there's good news. The good news is you guys are hopefully on the least judgmental podcast and the sh- uh, wrestling podcast, hopefully in the world for the least judgmental <laughs> wrestling well, podcast, a hundred percent in the Chicagoland area. I will vouch for that. Um, <laughs> so we are, we had, we had two teals in the face. We built our podcast around the phrase that wrestling is a buffet. So it's not, it's not necessarily like we just choose to eat from certain parts of the buffet line. And that happens to be like AEW Logan square auditorium and things like that. It's not that we, it's not that we, we, frown on other people who want to go to the, watch WWE and things like that. Like some of our older episodes were, and then we kind of fall into a niche of like really liking independence, but it, it, there's no, there's no judgment here on, on how new you are or what you have seen or what you haven't seen or anything like that. So I'm not going to like go yeah. all smarky smart on, on anyone. I promise no, no, you. No. no. Yeah. And I, 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 for me, at least the enjoyment of the WWE was purely because of convenience. <laughs> Vince McMahon's terrible abs did not draw me to the company. It was, it was much more, they have a network. Like it, it was much more all of raw is on Hulu, which is one of the, okay. like, yeah, there's so. just so much content to devour yeah and they make it super easy to like find so i started so that's how i started and i literally like i so i started watching as a kid and then immediately wasn't allowed because my dad is a is a state champion wrestler in louisiana like actual <laughs> wrestler and he watched me watch okay. it one time and it was like it was like I was worshiping Satan in a Christian house. He was like, <laughs> turn that garbage off. And he shut up. And I hadn't watched it until like a few months ago during quarantine. So, so yeah, I mean, I am very excited to be a new indie fan when things open up again. AEW, though, you guys keep yeah. saying it. So Logan Square, when it was at Logan Square two years ago, was it like just an indie scene? Because like, so- I'm... In- I'm enthralled in wrestling now, and I know AEW is like fighting WWE now. They're like on a big time network, right? Sorry, so there's some confusion, and this is yeah. everyone gets it. it. So there's AEW, which is all mm-hmm. elite wrestling. Then there's AAW. Oh, which is the yeah. I really, I am yeah. I'm the most mainstream person you've had on this podcast in some I, time. Yeah, <laughs> WWF idiot. <laughs> no, but that's a common that people get that have been getting that confused since. Yeah. you know, are, are they the biggest? Team. Are they the biggest indie uh, like company here in Chicago? No, well, um, I, know, I know freelance. I know freelance is a big one, right? Yeah, I would say those two are biggest in terms of like draw the largest crowds. Um, yeah. I think AAW, AAW was the largest for uh, for some time, and I think freelance uh, is they're both like competing. And in turn, this is in terms of largest crowds. So let me put that out there because I have friends from many promotions <laughs> who listen yeah. to this podcast. Just in terms of largest crowds. And not necessarily in terms of quality or what you like. So I just want yeah, to put, yeah. make that clear. In terms of large, like people able to fill are- venues yeah. and arenas and, and, pet and sell out the Logan Square Auditorium. Business. How many, yeah. how many promotions good. are there here in Chicago? Oh my God. Uh, I can't, I don't even know the number. It's, I don't even know the number. So it's, it's an insane amount. It's an insane amount. Um, some, uh, some don't even really promote that much. 
and that's like okay and but you can dig deep and deep and deep and you'll find a ton of stuff there there's probably like a handful that chris and i go to fairly regularly and talk about so it's probably like five or so five or six um uh but it, it's an oversaturated market uh like anytime one in the past couple of years where someone's like i want to start a wrestling company in chicago it's been like considered a bold move because there's just so there's on a on a regular weekend outside of a pandemic it's like every weekend there's a show so where um or have, have any of them tried to come back yet or have all of them been shut down since the top yeah so uh warrior wrestling which hopefully like when you're because i'm assuming our episode will be pretty evergreen so i don't know when we'll drop it but when when it does drop you'll probably have listened to like the warrior wrestling friday night lights aftermath show mm-hmm. and so warrior wrestling is run by the principal of a high school named steve and he runs it <laughs> at the high school for a charity fundraiser and uh they he they have some money they have some money to use to then raise more money so they have a little bit better this is an assumption but they they can have these like really mega shows um and they have like a lot of insane people wrestlers fly in so they just had one it was on their football field and everyone was spaced out and everyone had masks. what's up no uh so chris was there um i was at a wake house that weekend but i probably would have went and then so it was like done really safely. And then um, uh, a company called Zello Pro just ran at Joe's on Weed Street. And they ran like under 50 people also spaced out in the back room, which was a little bit tighter, but uh, everyone had masks on and and uh, the precautions were in place. So I felt yeah. safe there. Um, like yeah, but there's it's there it's either outside or it's like these are the rules and we're running like this really strict show kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, if there's something coming up, you got to let me and Ben know because we are breaking into the wrestling scene here in Chicago. We're doing it. We're starting. <laughs> I love it top. so we're much. We're starting in corporate so and we're going to the fun indie scene. Okay. There will be. <laughs> I would follow Warrior Wrestling uh, on Twitter and probably probably those two Warrior Wrestling and Zella Pro because I think they figured out at least a way to do it for right now, and I think they might run some more probably before we hit winter. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think we got a good, laid some good groundwork for your guys' background. And then, like, so your improv stuff. So I'm, I've always been interested by that scene and, like, a little bit of one of one of the best podcasts out there is Mar- uh, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Are you guys familiar with that? Yeah, no. I definitely. I've heard about it before. I haven't listened to it, but I need to. Okay, so the, they have a, a very strong improv background, these these two individuals, and then they've they've worked so much with different companies and, and like creating content and like doing commentary and backstage stuff. So Marty and Sarah love wrestling is a great one. And that's why it interests me. Cause you guys kind of had the same sort of background. So I guess I wanted to hear a little bit about that and how you guys have enjoyed that. Wait, you yeah, know how been I doing... know Sarah shock dude, uh, Sarah shocky. She's on, yes. um, what's the team with the, what's the oldest team at IO? Oh, deep schwa. Yeah. She's on deep schwa. Oh no shit. She did a show at she did one of our shows at Bug House. Remember oh, she right almost on. did our set with us? Yeah. She I remember because they did a live show at IO, uh okay. Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. I know I heard of them somewhere. Yeah. That's oh awesome. that's dope. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I like I've always found like a big overlap between like the comedy and wrestling communities and stuff. Like a lot of comedians I know in the scene, like when I mentioned like, yeah, I went to a wrestling match last night. They're like, oh yeah, who do you like? 
like it's it's really cool i think there is some uh, appreciation mutual appreciation there of like just very goofy performance like yeah. it's fun to like lean into a character and especially to play like the bad guy for a night or whatever like yeah it's sort of the yeah. same egging out oh yeah longer. like know yeah. that you're doing that in the comedy set or whatever um yeah so justin and i have been doing comedy together for about a uh, boy oh like a year, year and, and a half, half now <laughs> yeah i yeah. mean a year effectively well, with this last half year being kind of absent. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, we're on a team called Liar. Uh, we met through the Second City Conservatory. And um, yeah, so we've been doing a lot of stuff like that together. We did. We did over 100 shows in our first year. We, yeah. Wow. We, we, yeah, we basically performed together for like a year, like every day for like a year straight. <laughs> yeah. Got sick um, but of I mean, other. the whole the whole comedy right. scene right now is on hiatus. And now, yeah. now that it's been like yeah. six months, you know, you've seen some people move on to different things you've seen people move to la and new york because they're um just kind of like where like a lot of people call chicago like a comedy stepping stone it's a big like learning environment mm-hmm. right. but um there's more like work on an la and new york so okay. people have done that move people have done that and then some people have kind of stuck it out to see if some theaters are going to start to reopen again um a little more green improvisers and stuff so but yeah but i mean like we've been so yeah, so I mean that's all all we've been doing is just doing podcast stuff for now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We both have been through some training centers, IO second well now IO's gone, but IO and <laughs> Yeah, okay. man, the comedy scene's weird. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, that's where we met uh doing yeah, for about because we started conservatory a year and a half ago and then we started liar a year ago. So about yeah. improv for about a year and a half. Yep. Yeah. So when when you say team, that's more that's like your group that you would reach out to a place and be like, Hey, we have these five or six people that yeah we were called liar okay we had i think probably 10 people on us yeah okay people. Time, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like i don't think anyone has an improv team anymore because so many people have left <laughs> yeah. or moved on or doing different things it's going to be like weird when everything comes back but yeah um but yeah time, it was just like a community yeah. of friends that we um had met through classes or otherwise or you know friends to classes and yeah we just we had like a regular show at the bug house um every tuesday got a show at the io and stuff too every monday night um yeah so it was yeah we were doing pretty good before everything got yeah. ruined we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it we're gonna forget about it tonight yep, uh, and, oh, uh, thank God. yep exactly and wrestling yeah got wrestling now ben you mentioned leaning into a character so uh, this is a pretty generic question it's a pretty broad question but we like uh so i didn't even introduce this but what you guys are in right now is called the buffet line because wrestling is a buffet, right? There's a salad bar, the hot uh-huh. plate, the dessert. So that's, we have a gimmick, if you will. Um, yeah, like sort of a, yeah. And we're also, we also like to call ourselves a positive cast. Uh, so the rule there is that if you, you can say something, uh, you can say like a constructive criticism about something. Because Chris and I like go to shows and then talk about the shows. But we have all the people who like promote these shows or like produce these shows on our podcast too. So, <laughs> so, and we want to, we, and, and a lot of wrestling podcasts are, I, I get a feeling your guys, when it releases, it'll be more lighthearted and goofy. We're trying to do that too. Cause a lot of wrestling podcasts are just like, uh, what the fuck are these guys thinking? Uh, 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 and it's Super just like, like yeah, they hate yeah. to watch it, but they watch it. <laughs> um, like I saw a tweet recently. It was like, why do guys hate all their hobbies? And I was just like, that's, <laughs> that's really good, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so true. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I think, yeah, I think our show is going to be a lot, is a lot more like, 
goofy and upbeat. Like, I think even if we go in on like, because we're starting in 2010, so this is before <laughs> we like to say, because uh, right now like the women wrestling bracket in the WWE is killer. It's really mm-hmm. strong. They get a lot of equal time. When we start in 2010, like the women's division is lucky to get one match, and you and as of right oh. now, it's a match with a guy pretending to be a girl in half of them. It's yes. it's crazy. It's a really <laughs> world to live in is the 2010 <laughs> wwe world but almost at the end of every match even if we're like making jokes about it we're still in awe at the fact that we'll never be able to do even what the worst <laughs> wrestler close. in wwe could do they're doing these yeah, crazy right. things of like jumping off the top row and breaking through three tables it's it's insane but um yeah but, it's just yeah. good fun yeah, yeah. so yep so if you do, if you, it's okay to be constructively critical, but then the, the, the rule is to follow it up with a positive. So like Chris and I will be like, we didn't like this part about the match, but so-and-so had new cool gear or so-and-so da 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 So like, that's what uh, like we try that. to do, uh, to try to just not try to be negative Nancy's all the time. But Ben, what you're saying, the question is leaning into character. So what are the, what are the aspects about wrestling that, we'll start with you Ben first that you like, like we always ask people, what do they love about wrestling? Some people just say everything, which is a really good response, but like, <laughs> what are like the two couple aspects where it's like, I could really sink my teeth into this. Um, I've always like, I, I come also from like a theater background too, uh, before comedy even. So like for me, like all the fight choreography of it, where you can okay, like, yeah. do something that's absolutely incredible. Like you're throwing somebody from the top rope. You're, doing something that looks incredibly dangerous and yet the audience still knows like oh everyone's okay it's you're doing yet and then you get like the gigantic ring that's basically like a big bass drum that like people are flying onto like it it sounds so real and painful and visceral and yet you're able to know that like oh no they're they're being smart and they know how to like do this this is like this is incredibly well choreographed i love that um okay. it's, it's again like when we were talking before the call about like the whole idea of like oh people criticize it for being fake it's like uh yeah of course it is but it's like incredibly well done yeah like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like really well manufactured like oh. you have to respect that so i love that um i also loved how diverse the community was especially the first time i went to an in-person match um I was, I was blown away. Like to me, like growing up and everything, it was always like very understood as like a, like, Oh, this is just a white male thing to do like white straight male thing. And then when I actually got into the arena and stuff and saw everybody, it was incredible. Like how well represented everybody was and like mm-hmm. how everybody was so enthusiastic about it. That blew me away. Um, it really surprised me. And of course it makes sense because there's something in there for everybody. So Yeah. Those oh. are my main two loves. And Absolutely. also you just get ridiculous things with the WWE network. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Ridiculous. Absolutely. Justin, what do you, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I kind of have the same, see like, that's the nice thing about me and Ben is that we kind of came from the same background. Like I've been doing theater since I was a kid. And when I started watching it these past like four or five months, like, dude, the storylines feel almost Shakespearean. If like, <laughs> The way I describe it is wrestling is like Shakespeare plays if like Romeo and Juliet was like 90% the fight between Romeo and Mercutio and like just yeah. 10% words. <laughs> it's just like, it's it's like, yeah, it's, it's just like a really good play. But instead of a good written dialogue, conflicting argument, 
they just like beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> and I, I, I love it. I think it's so much fun. I love the outfits. I, I love, I, I love watching like these, like, I, I, I love the buildup, especially now because we watch pay-per-views for our show. Um, what I learned watching, cause I started watching raw in 20, it was like raw on Hulu, shout out Hulu raw from 2015 <laughs> till now. Um, like it's all on Hulu. So I started watching it oh, in okay. 2015 and started watching those stories and I wasn't watching any pay-per-views and I got so into it. I got the WWE network and I started watching these pay-per-views and these pay-per-views just like, it's so good because before every match, they put like a six minute montage together yeah. of the last five weeks of this storyline. And like mm-hmm. what's been going down. Like we just watched, we're doing some episodes in the 2009s to start off our show. And we just watched one where there was like, uh, like Edge and Vicky Guerrero were were married, but then Big Show, yeah, but, but but then like Big Show also like him and like Vicky Guerrero like hooked up, and then like John Cena tossed in there because John Cena. It's just like it's so and then good. Big Show threw him into a spotlight. It's it was crazy. Incredible. <laughs> it's like these really good stories are built up, and then instead of having like a beautiful scene to end the movie, they just like throw someone through three tables. It's like so yeah, cliffhanger. <laughs> and there's that's the thing is that after a pay per view, there's not really any cliffhangers because they start the new feud or they have more of this feud to do. But it yeah. always does with someone getting thrown through a table. There's always a winner and a loser. It's great. It's yeah. It's, it's just something about like my favorite things about like reality television, like the really exactly, trashy kind. Yes. And then like also with like actual, because again, like I, like I love boxing, I love UFC and stuff. Like I love actual fighting and violence and everything too. You just get this perfect marriage between the two. Oh, it's yeah. so it's, fun. It really is Shakespeare, reality TV, and like really good fight choreography. And like yeah. all of that makes it, I feel like that's just the best combination and not many people look Everything at it. Everything I like. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's just so good. Okay. That was really well said. Uh, so I I have one last question for the salad bar. Yeah. Um, I want to know what is both of your favorite parts of an actual salad? Oh, God. Uh, like croutons and yeah, croutons. <laughs> croutons is my answer. Croutons are very popular. Yeah, okay, so we're all three Jesus. on croutons. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah croutons. Ugh. I'll eat bags of those things myself. Like I'll eat those things like chips. Oh, yeah. I love croutons. Oh, you yeah. know, you, yeah, you actually know what I've been I've been getting really into, and this sucks is like fully not cooked spinach, just like leaves of spinach. I eat <laughs> it instead of chips because in my head it's like if I eat a bag of this once a week, I'll get abs. So like just I guess raw spinach? spinach, just raw spinach. It's also cheap. Wash spinach though, right? No, 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 no. You, you wash it. Straight. No, I I open a bag at Target, grab a handful, <laughs> and then eat it on my way home. <laughs> it's so dangerous. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing well in, in the pandemic. <laughs> no, probably croutons are like Thousand Island dressing to dip it in, or yeah, just like croutons. Thousand percent. Yeah, ranch yeah. croutons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris would be cringy right now uh, if he was here, but I know that uh, every time I get excited every time someone says the answer. So I'm, I'm glad we're getting along. That's great. Um, <laughs> this blind date is going pretty well. <laughs> it really is. It's yeah, going it's good. Not the entree yet, but I'm excited. Yeah. So that's coming. So I figured we would do maybe like a little friendly competition. So one of you guys will probably hate me by the end of the night, but good. Um, 
ready for this. Or maybe we should, or should, what do you guys, do you guys want to do that for the trivia only, or do you want to do it for the main course? How do you guys, how I do mean, you guys feel about that? Let's do it for both, just to see, like, okay. who you think is funnier. Yeah, yeah, if okay. you want to like rate, that. I feel like, me, yeah, because <laughs> the middle one is actually what me and Ben are supposed to be good at. We're supposed to be able to be funny. The the end when we do trivia, <laughs> if we both get zeros, at least that'll be fine. Yeah, we're but this be one dog we do- shit at the trivia. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. We've been me and Ben have been talking shit all day about the trivia, just talking about how like I'm gonna have at least I bet you I get a I'm point. Dumpster <laughs> Justin on this easy. <laughs> I'll pick out the I'll pick out the easy ones. But first oh, please is the, is the main course. So yeah, I'm gonna award the points on which answer I think is funnier. Okay, um, or, or maybe just like hits a certain part of wrestling that I like, which you guys yeah. don't. So you guys will figure that out. But um, I have one, two, three, four, five. Like, I don't know what you want to call these prompts or just like, um, I don't know what the, the comedic term is, but they're just like questions here. And uh, you're each going to give one. So um, out of the wrestling that you watched, let's start with Justin. Um your your favorite wrestling uh like persona or gimmick out of out of the things that you watched and, and right. why yeah okay so this is this is crazy so i i, I learned because i again i've only watched wwe really right. excited to jump into the indie scene but and me and ben haven't come across this guy but this is one of the guys i watched for the like three episodes i watched before my dad shattered the tv okay. there was a guy i know his debut was in 2005 named the boogeyman have you ever heard of yes dude it's so first off i love wrestlers that have supernatural abilities but they're not like overpowering like like undertaker okay can have his comeback by just popping up and kane can like blow fire out of the ring the boogeyman is uh and and (laughs) bet the boogeyman is weird as fuck so yes his his location when he comes in is the boogeyman from the bottomless pit um that's where he's built from yes yeah that's where he's from mm-hmm. and um and, and every time he comes in he comes in wearing a flavor flame clock and he breaks it on his head before <laughs> yeah. he gets to the ring which is just insane and then, and then ready this is the superpower he has after he wins a match so not even during <laughs> After he wins the match, he pulls worms out of nowhere, puts them into his mouth, and then drops it onto the loser's face. And mm-hmm. it's it's perfect. It's perfect because it doesn't make him a good wrestler. He's not a very good wrestler. I think he maybe was an intercontinental. The gross out artist, yeah. He's just like he's just crazy. He's just yeah. a crazy guy that they bill as like somehow supernatural. But he's just a guy who has worms in his backpack and breaks a clock on his head. <laughs> and it's absolutely insane. And That's a very strong one. Talk, right? If you don't know what I'm talking about, look up the Boogeyman best moments and you'll be the happiest you've ever been and maybe a little scared. Yeah. <laughs> he had a really legendary feud with Booker T. Yes, um, he did. And uh, that's a very strong answer. Uh, and I, I, I can see like worms and fitting in with like the, the, the demons, the demon flair he had going on, yeah. but I don't understand the clock. I don't know. It, if, it like, doesn't make any sense. I don't know why the clock is in there. But and like, and like he hits it on his head and he like kind of spans it out and does this weird dance down the ramp. And in my head, I'm like, just do the, just do the dance. You he comes out of like a big explosion of fire. Right. He doesn't need the the clock is like it's like weird. It's like the guy who plays the boogeyman was also like a Flava Flav fan. And, like, <laughs> and it was like and was like Vince and was like Vince won't notice this. Yeah. <laughs> there's no there's way just he's no gonna way. notice. This. I'm gonna toss in a tiny little 
a, a little, a little uh, Easter, Easter egg, egg for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes out there, boom, and breaks it over his head. <laughs> he probably he probably did it without Vince's permission, and then Vince loved it. And then oh, said, I bet. There's We're doing no that every time. His contract. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Ben, what is yours? That's a strong. No, I can't follow that because yeah, that. upon learning that, that's the best thing ever. Um, uh, honestly, and it also sucks because Justin, you spoiled my joke. It might uh, is Santina, Santina Morales. Mm, okay. Um, oh. The beautiful um, uh, artist. Uh, well before the time of like the Danish girl or any uh, movies that uh, as part of the the trans community. Um, <laughs> A really, really passionate work, I think, overall from Santina, um, especially the backstage, the backstage scenes. Uh, very good conviction, uh, very good enunciation. Uh, uh, she delivers her lines very well. Um, in the ring, ultimately, I feel it's uh, swung in her favor, so I will accept that as criticism, um, especially the first match of which she ascended to the crown. Um, hey, wait, Ben. Uh, re- re- really quick, just one question. Mm-hmm. You, so Santina is your favorite wrestling persona? Yep. How do you feel about her twin brother, Santino? Santino is great, too. That's why I love them both. Oh, is because both you have, number one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, Santina, because she does the fighting, Santino, because of his support uh, from the ringside. Okay, there's two separate Santino, people. Both your favorite people. Just, yeah, charming personality. Um. Uh, yeah, Santina, especially uh, it, it, traditionally like a pretty easy uh, first match to ascend to uh, the championship. Um, you saw her dancing on the ring, looking alarmed that she was even in a, a, in a wrestling match. I think that was pretty cool. Uh, never attacked. Um, so I think that shows just a lot of respect in the community. And I like that. Um, and then again, yeah, I will reference back to the scene work behind stage uh the scene work from santina is very good and her romantic partner the great kali of course uh, oh, oh i am oh, yeah, remiss see? to forget yeah they can great kali me. who is the most terrifying man i have ever seen in this world no 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 wait because he might break a clock over his head and become <laughs> the most terrifying man in the world <laughs> oh, God. bravo gentlemen so i realize in like my first two bullet points could be wrapped up together because your favorite could also be the most insane. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to cop out and I'm going to each award you both one point for that first one. It was a nice, yes. it was a nice starter. Um, I think Ben, Ben worked really hard there on trying to counter the, the strong start of the boogeyman. And, uh, <laughs> um, and if, if we're skipping the insane wrestling persona one, then I just want to really quick, Shout out my boy Hornswoggle, okay. the leprechaun who lives under all the rings at the WWE and in a storyline was shown to be technically Vince McMahon's son because of an accidental time he had in Ireland. That's real. That's real. It's real. There's a leprechaun real story. that lives under the ring. He almost won the Royal Rumble one year. I'll have you know that I've seen Hornswoggle wrestle in person in Chicago like multiple times. Oh, no like, way. Is he awesome? Uh, he was, he had a match with Cole Cabana. Are you familiar with Cole Cabana? Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. Yeah. They had a really, really fun one. Cole Cabana like went backstage and then came out in the leprechaun suit and, oh, um, <laughs> to counter that. And then Hornswoggle did a lot of like ass biting. Um, it was at, <laughs> it was at Joe's on weed street, which is just like yes. in the middle of the city. Oh, and it was uh, right North of my day job office. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> 
yeah, it, Hornswoggle, it, he can still go. He can still he can still wrestle. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I I like all they use him for in the WWE is just like bits and like silly like jokes. So I'd love to see him actually wrestle a bit. That'd be awesome. Yeah, he's got some comedic. He's got comedic timing, which is good. Um, mm. But uh, yes, insane, insane, definitely. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna each you award you a point there. Yes. Um, yeah, just as a little warm up. That was a little, a little, a little, uh, you know, a little starter. But uh, okay, let's start with Ben on this one. Um, you need to create your own match stipulation. So okay. this is a yeah, da 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 match and etc. <laughs> so mine is um, I love I love wrestling, of course, uh, but I also love eating contests. So I want every four minutes. A big bell alarms, like a real klaxon horn, you know, really abrasive. Um, and then the con the the combatants have to both eat quick each a hot dog each uh, and put it on fast. And then as soon as you finish your hot dog, you can go back to to berating uh, the opponent. Um, so of course, like th- these matches are going to go long. Again, when watching WWE and stuff, I think that's one of my favorite things is there's so much stamina. Uh, from these performers they go for 50 minutes so 50 minutes divided by four i can't do that math but that's going to be a lot of hot dogs over yeah. the course of the match um and i think the results ultimately are going to be explosive and i think that is so fun um i think i think that is the great equalizer um because Try blowing chunks in front of an arena. <laughs> you know, just try it and try. Even the winner's it. gonna lose. Yeah, exactly. Even the winners are losing. Winners and losers are gonna lose. You can't. There's no way you're making it back up the ramp. Vince really. Before you have to go a bump for that one. That's what's gonna. Yeah. Happen. Oh, in the Rubbermaid garbage can uh, industry, it's gonna be bumping. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, yeah, that's mine. And uh, I'm gonna call it a WWE hot dog. <laughs> I think yeah, I think Big Shock. <laughs> that, that was a good match, but Jesus, that name. I think you're <laughs> underestimating how cheap Vince is uh, with the, the payphone preference. But uh, that's funny. A Big Show would probably do well in that match. Maybe, yeah. maybe Joey Chestnut. We bring him in for a little, mm-hmm. a little uh, celebrity appearance. Uh, oh, but yeah, yeah, I think that could get over. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That was really well done. Um, Suck it, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, just you. Wait, dude. My match is pretty good. Um, all right. I'm going to cheat. I did write two down. I'm going to use them both. I don't care. Because okay. um, I, don't, I don't care about Ben. And it's all about winning right now. Um, so my, my first one, uh, I, I, I love extreme matches so much because of like the craziness and the fact that you can just grab whatever you want from the entire arena and hit them with it. But I thought I'd put a twist on it. So this is a mini extreme match, mini extreme match. Okay. Everything is just like a, a third of the size. That's it. <laughs> just because I feel like it'd be really funny to watch like a very small chair. Like, yeah, they have to take the bump and just watch them hit with like a, just a third, not like many, like a Barbie size. Like a third of the size chair. So it still could do damage, 
but it just is kind of uncomfortable. Some model size. Like, like a bathroom garbage can instead of yeah, an actual, exactly. like, yeah. A, a bathroom garbage can instead of, instead of, like, a full table, it's a coffee table. <laughs> yeah, instead of, like, like we watched one where they hit him with a giant, like, like vacuum, like a big, like, dust vac thing. It would just be, like, a kid's play toy vacuum cleaner that has the poppers on it. Okay. I think it'd be good. I think people would like it. Um, I, I think it would be fun. Um, I think it would be really funny. To, I was thinking the big show to watch him hold a little chair. <laughs> oh, that's the main big show. Point. Little chair. Yeah. Yeah. Coming to TLC. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, then, um, and then my, my other one was a pay-per-view, okay. but I'm realizing now that it's more of a stipulation yeah. match. Uh, it's a it's a ball and brawl. You just have to win the match, but then also you have to shoot a three-point shot. Well, hold on. Say is okay. That's it. Say is if that's going to be your pay per view idea, maybe save that one. And then well, no, I have a, I have a better. Pay-per-view. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't Jeez. realize that that's more. Of, it was called the Boston Ball and Brawl, and it was just a match sucked. stipulation. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. It sucked, but I wanted to get it out there. I worked on it. I'm not proud that I worked hard on it. Did you I, work on it? Really? Wow. What the fuck up, dude. We're supposed to be teammates. <laughs> no, we're not. All right, come on though. The mini extreme match is fun. Think about the big show. He could even wear a little hat or something. <laughs> hat. Nice, dude. You yeah, really, really degrade him. I want you when you guys are going through all the pay-per-views, I want you to see count how many times a just hardcore match is named differently. Because <laughs> like that's something you'll see come up. It's like hardcore match, but then like this match is the same rules, and this one's a Chicago street fight. And then this oh, one yeah. is like a false no count anywhere. It's like yeah. that could also probably happen. <laughs> exactly. That's probably the same rule. Well, well, I quit. Yeah. No yeah. holds bar. <laughs> yeah, no holds bar. I'll see every. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. They all have the same rules. They have different names. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, think it a little. Think it a little bit more outside the box. I'm gonna give it to Ben. The point to Ben. You can do it. I know. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get the point back. <laughs> I'll get. I'll get the point back. I'm not worried. Sorry, like I'm person. honestly not worried. Because here's the thing. Get I dunked. We, Okay. 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 You know what? Fuck. You know what, Ben? We're done. Podcast over. <laughs> I know we're doing press for it right now, but no. <laughs> oh God. Let's no. move on. I need okay. another point. All right. Now. All right. It's well. Let's start, Justin, with you. Name or pay per view and give it a theme. All right. Easy peasy. Popeyes punch and party. Totally normal pay-per-view, but very heavily branded with Popeye's chicken. I'm talking the the ring mat is orange and red. I'm talking people's outfits are orange and red. I'm talking chicken eating contests. I'm talking special concession stands for Popeye's. I'm talking all of these Popeye's ideas and... And I have one more joke, I think, somewhere in here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's got to be somewhere. Shut the fuck up. Nice landing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that a commie term when, when, when you can't finish, finish yeah, the scene? Yeah, you can't land a joke. Yeah, yeah oh, can't land a joke. Fuck yourself, my dog. <laughs> I have, oh, 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 oh. Um, I, I thought they could get, you know those things on cruise ships where you can surf in like a, like a fake pool, like a pool and you can surf on it. Oh, like a, oh yeah. Where people yeah, always like, eat, always bite, bite it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. thought they could have like, like the low tier wrestlers that aren't getting a lot of time <laughs> do that. But instead of surfing, it's gravy and a biscuit. Okay. All right. I think you might've just saved that. I think you saved it with that idea. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and also huge, huge branding for Popeye. I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah. Vince is making money. The even if dollars to be made. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 
I love it because they have a lot of, I mean, they just, before they release a ton of people, they had a lot of people just sitting at home doing nothing. And that gives them something to do. You know, you'd see, you you hadn't seen Zack Ryder on TV for months. And then all of a sudden he's catching a, a wave on the gravy train. So, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to get Rusev up there. We're going to get, we're going to get all of them. It's going to be great. Cool. All right. That was good. I, uh, I think that came, that one came back around at the end. Fine. What do you think? Nice. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> You're pitting us against each other, man. <laughs> we are not friends anymore. I mean, I'm officially him. not friends Finally. with Ben. <laughs> What's your pay-per-view, you dick? <laughs> oh God. So Ben, it's up to you. It's your, it's your yeah. turn. Uh, easy, easy, another go. easy one. Um, you look like you're uh, it's called right WWE now. Cleanup Crew. Oh, it's not called WWE Hot Dog. Shut up. Sure? Shut up. No, that's a different one. That's a one-off. Um, so WWE Cleanup Crew. It's a weekly show. Um, I'm looking around at a lot of these auditoriums, and I'm seeing a lot of trash being generated. I'm also looking at the comparative pay rates of both the janitorial crews and the superstars. And so what we do, uh, we recommend this by having the superstars clean up uh, the auditorium after the match. It's like an after hours match. Um, and again, a large klaxon siren will sound when it is time for two of them to fight. It is, it is very much akin to a battle Royale game. Uh, you might've seen this in games like Fortnite, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where uh, people rush to the center of the ring in order to compete. And so you'll get, uh, you know, whatever superstars you wish uh, who are doing their hardest to clean up the arena um, who will have to drop their bags, rush to the center of the ring and finish off a match within about two minutes or so. Um, the tr- struggle with this, but also the advantage with this is that there will be no audience present during the time. However, for this fact, I think it is incredibly timely. This is the time we can do this um, in a way that will not uh, inhibit both participation uh, nor the sanitation of these arenas. In particular, my favorite arena that I've ever heard about, Dunkin' Donuts Arena, uh, featured in the 2009 Backlash pay-per-view, the Dunkin' Donuts Arena. Boo! <laughs> I had to look up what a klaxon siren was because you've used that twice now. Like, it's my what? favorite sound. <laughs> what is that? Um, I'm going to... I... I... Come on. I think I'm going to give this one to Justin. Yeah. Oh, bullshit. Because yeah. fucking shit. I I just real I just I think that 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 inside dig that that would hit wrestling fans is like there's a bunch of guys that have something to do that don't do that that aren't doing anything and they have something <laughs> yeah. to do. Like that is just you say that's a wrestling fan and it'll pop. He'd be like, "Yeah, where the hell are these fucking people that are all on the roster and on, never on TV?" Our truth ride in a biscuit. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> gets up there too. He's not even with the program anymore. But he's like, Shelton Benjamin, we get them all. The guy sucks. <laughs> Shelton Benjamin. So, old, yeah, old Shelton Benjamin's really good. Uh, I wanted to. Uh, if you're talking about trash, Ben, you you guys here, you guys. Uh, uh, I, I'm so excited for you because like. There's so much. There's so much to take in in wrestling, but there's so much for you guys to discover as well. Just because I've, I've, my brain has been already been turned to mush by the ridiculousness out there. But you guys like are still like uncovering new stuff, and it's cool. And I mean, I wouldn't say I'm like a diehard. There's still stuff all the time. Where like, oh, I forgot that happened and things like that. But 
the older WCW, like after pay-per-views, have you seen when like the fans would just throw trash into the ring for like the last 15 minutes of the show? Have you guys oh, ever seen no. that? No, that's incredible. It oh, was, God, it, I mean, they ran in the <laughs> South primarily, um, but uh, yeah, it, like after the the Hulk Hogan, uh, after the start, the start of the NWO, I think they do that. That's something I'd recommend when the NWO started. And then I just remember I've, I've been once to some, because I was a 90s kid, I went to some growing up and uh, every, a bunch of old WCW pay-per-views, like the last, uh, like the, the villain wins and then he's taunting for like the last like five or 10 minutes of the show before they go off air. And everyone is just like cuffs, nachos, just filling the ring. Oh my God. It is insane. It's insanity. And like, you're just like, <laughs> oh, how were they allowed to do that? But um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. So Justin, you get the point there and we're tied going to the last one. Boom, <sighs> baby. Here's the so, issue though. The last one, I don't have a joke for it. I think I just wrote a great fucking storyline. So this one isn't going to be funny. This is really good. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, I think really Chris, good. Chris and I, Chris and I will tell you that uh, in ring, in ring storytelling is our favorite part. So I think you can still, you still be able to wow me. Uh, ben, we're going to start with you first. So the question is, Oh, what is it? Oh, Chris added one, it looks like. Tell me your first one. Oh, okay. There's another one in here. Did that just get added? I did, must have missed that before. Okay. Let's do the the programming announcement one. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, WWE announces that they have to go off the air for good. There's no more WWE. We're winding it down. No. It's been a great run. Sucks. You, you, the road to WrestleMania always starts in January. It starts with the Royal Rumble. So you are in charge. You're on the creative team. You're in charge of booking the last champion to ever hold up the title and be hoisted as a victor on the last WrestleMania ever in the history of the WWE. So explain to me who that person is and what is that road lead like? Lead, what's the storyline and road leading up to them winning the main event of WrestleMania? Okay, so. Um, my favorite wrestler uh, who deserves the title is Rey Mysterio. And it starts off him waking up. I believe he's out of retirement now. Um, yep. Wakes up um, next to a loving wife, hopefully a good family, um, and steps out just to greet another normal day. And then, uh, one, uh, gosh be darn it, he steps on a skateboard and breaks not one, but two of his ankles. Two of his oh. ankles? Does he have rough start? He's got two ankles, Justin. How many ankles right. do you have? All right. Well, you said two of his ankles, implying that he had more than two. Yeah, ankles. both of his ankles. That's what that I'm means. Just trying, idiot. I'm trying to make you fail. I hope you. Know. That's my <laughs> whole goal here. So, oh, so I can heckle you? Okay, cool. I'm gonna dunk on you during your story, <laughs> idiot. Um, that's a rough start for Ray. So, so Ray breaks both his ankles. And then he's like, oh, my ankles. And he, even his wife and kids can't hear him. And then he, he does a sweet kick flip to get back up to his feet on the board. And that's when he sees what's written on top of the board. It's Sting. And he said, yes. good luck, buddy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back to the rain. So he knows. Okay, time to shine. He crawls. Towards the Dunkin' Donuts Arena. I believe it's in Minneapolis. Again. He crawls. Again. 
Yeah, he crawls by his arms across the nation. And when he arrives, Kane and The Undertaker take place of both of his ankles and do Reiki healing to them, uh, both offering their benefits, uh, thus enabling his legs to be strong again. And so he does, and Rey Mysterio flips like none other. He fucking goes from the top rope. He goes around the turnbuckle. He takes out every piece of furniture from underneath the ring. Basically, it's a full living room at that point. You have a ladder. You have chairs. You have a bookcase. You have a long table. Um, And, oh, man, he crushes. Uh, he He does everything. And he is finally awarded the best man. Uh, also, oh shoot! I should imagine. Uh, I should uh, remember to mention this. Um, he has worn five different wrestling masks to this match <laughs> to give one to each little child in the audience who is also <laughs> wearing a luchadori mask. Uh, and so he gives one to each of the four first uh, children, and then finishes, and f- then finally exposes his face when he wins. <laughs> okay. okay, so it's Ray versus Sting then in the main event. Essentially, yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Ray with the help of, yeah, Kane and The Undertaker doing Reiki healing okay. to his... That sucks. His when, is, where's the, when does the klaxon siren happen in that one? Uh, I think as soon as the Reiki healing is complete, I think that's how he, Ray Mysterio knows that he is finally healed, <laughs> is when the klaxon siren uh, sounds um, and he finally feels healed. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Justin, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to win right here. All right, oh, let's shut get up. this done. Uh, okay, so first off, I want to say real quick, Ben, um, do you know what's going on with Rey Mysterio right now in the WWE? No. Dude, his son is freaking like saving. He got like his eye ripped out in a match, and his son is freaking backing him up. So his son yeah. is actually a wrestler. Wait, Ray got his eye it was ironic. Out. Your story was very ironic. Ironic. <laughs> Because Ray has been in multiple unmasking storylines too, yeah, and been, we've seen his face so many times. So it's like you kind of think the same as a book. They, they put a few years in between, and Vince is like, "No one knows." Even he's the most famous but um, but no, dude, at, at Extreme Rules, he had his his eye ripped out, and it was so it was cinema. It was like cinematic. It was gorgeous. It looked terrible. And now terrible. and now his son is wrestling. But um, but no, I'm gonna beat you real quick because. Uh, you suck <laughs> being real blunt here okay this is literally what i scripted okay this is easy fuck ben <laughs> in my notes in my phone so current stars are tossed to the wayside because nobody cares about them there's no big star right now we got roman reigns he's sitting at home during the pandemic because he's a smart family man <laughs> So, so nobody cares about the current star. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch have, are having a kid. So nothing matters right now with them. Who is going to take – so my thought is we're on the road to WrestleMania, right? We probably yeah. have three pay-per-views, maybe four to get there before this is all over. That's what I'm right. thinking. Who is the current superstar that is there enough to hold on to the title until WrestleMania and be the person to either keep it or lose it? Triple H, because he's, of course, Stephanie McMahon's last dog. Trash. I know he's garbage, but he's the biggest star who's always in the building. So Triple H gets it. On the way there, he has like little bouts with people who are too big for WWE now, like or too old, like The Rock or Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair. People who could like be good for a match or are too busy doing Fast and the Furious and they can't stick around for long. <laughs> now, 
SummerSlam happens or the Royal Rumble, whatever comes before WrestleMania. I think it's the Royal Rumble. It's Royal Rumble, um, yeah, in January. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they set up the final feud going into WrestleMania. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Stone Cold. In an intense, fatal four-way match to decide the final wrestling, like, WWE heavyweight champion. So boring. Right? Dude, it's about. It is about. They go back to the old ways and give the women's championship, like, seven minutes. Because this is a 45-minute <laughs> bout in the game. And you're ready for Shawn Michaels comes out of nowhere. Freaking three kicks to all of them. Knocks them out. A triple pin. He lies across all three of their now probably dead bodies. Holds it. He lays right across. Pins all three. He stands up. Confetti's going. Vince McMahon comes out and gives him a whole wad of cash. And then right before it's over, you look down at the little timeline on WWE Network, and it says two minutes and 20 seconds left in the final WrestleMania. You're like, what? The last match is over. They've done the, the congratulations, the, cel- the celebratory things. Why is there two minutes and 20 seconds left? John Cena rises from the confetti out of nowhere. Everyone, thinks he's, out Everyone thinks he's out there doing Baywatch 2 with Zac Efron. Nope. <laughs> he comes right out of there. Guess what he, he does? He said it because he saw Baywatch 1. Shawn <laughs> Michaels turns around. Oh, no, it's John Cena. John Cena. Flicks him in the forehead. Shawn Michaels burst into dust. <laughs> the money out of Shawn Michaels' pockets. He, he just fanless people in real life, he, dude. He grabs the WrestleMania thing, and then John Cena cuts it in half. And Vince McMahon shakes his hand because nothing bad can ever happen to John Cena. <laughs> and that is the perfect ending to the WWE. Mic drop. Shut, dude, you had Rey Mysterio <laughs> getting unmasked as the final thing in the WWE, which just happened and has happened six other times. That was an act of right. You neglect to mention the Reiki healing between Kane and The Undertaker. That sounds like a, some dumb shit the boogeyman would do in a storyline. <laughs> yeah, cool. We're not talking about the boogeyman, idiot. All right, but I'm <laughs> All right. Okay, all right. If I don't right. win this, I'm going to be real mad. Okay. So <laughs> I do have a winner. I think that I think that Justin told the story very well. No I think way. that uh, <laughs> no. I, I, we didn't. We but it, we didn't put a time frame on when this would happen. Like I think Justin booked an amazing main event that would probably be really cool in like 1998. Um, what? Triple H. The Undertaker cannot go 45 minutes right now, my friend. I don't know if you've seen his if last. It was the last, <laughs> if it was the last WWE match ever. Oh, Unless it's a fatal four-way, he could spend 10 minutes laying outside the ring. Triple yeah, H is that a good match. Shawn Michaels just kicks. Shawn Michaels nice just work kicks. With so, so, so everyone did really good. Uh, I, this is not your fault, Justin, because you gave it 110. It's not your fault, but. I think Ben might have done his homework or he probably just got lucky. But my favorite wrestler of all time is Sting. And when Sting is in the main event of WrestleMania, I have to go with that. Oh, everybody. So easy. Sting is like 100. Sting is just as old as The Undertaker. If I don't older. care. I don't care. I'm a Sting Are Mark. Are you kidding me? I, I'm a Sting Mark. Dude, dude, the, the, the Eddie Guerrero Rey Mysterio custody battle match is a better storyline than what Ben just sold. That's both. I'm rioting. I'm rioting and I'm suing both of your podcasts, and one of them is mine. I don't care. I'm gone. Burn every bridge. 
I took seven minutes to write that in my notes. Nice work. It was all for nothing. (laughs) It was for the press. It was for the press. That sucks. Okay, as a bonus, as a bonus, uh, here, here, I'll make it up to you, Justin. So if you can tell me, this is just for you, if you can tell me uh, your favorite finishing maneuver and why, then and I, and I think it's a great answer. Then we'll bring the tie into the trivia round. Easy, Santino Morella, the Cobra. All okay. he does is put his arm up like an L and then jab people in the neck and they go down flat. It's all right, the best finisher in the history. That wait, <laughs> that or the lie detector is, I think, what it's called. It's the R Truth one where he jumps into the air and corkscrews and hits someone in the face. And 95% of the time, he does not make contact. It's, one <laughs> it's awesome looking, but either the person falls early or he is off the mark because almost always he never hits it. And it is hilarious. Okay. We're going to go into overtime then, tied at three. I think it was an acceptable answer. (laughs) Take that, Ben. (laughs) I improvised that answer, baby. Break into your apartment. We're going to go into the the trivia rounds. Um, So this is the dessert. So that was a hot plate. How did you guys enjoy that? Are you having fun? It was an up and down. It was an up and down roller coaster. Enjoyed everything except for Justin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I'm still pissed because I think I booked the best storyline in the history of the WWE. And I would like all of your fans to get in the comments. I don't know. Okay. I don't know where, but I want them all to. I want them all to get really mad. Try to get back up. I liked the. I like the rises from the confetti part because I'm just picturing that, like <laughs> the confetti forming into like, and then like forming his yeah. like his exoskeleton. For sure, he's wearing his denim jeans. He's he, he's his little denim jorts. He's. He's doing the whole John Cena thing, and he's making the money he deserves because he's John <laughs> freaking Cena. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go first for trivia in the dessert uh, section? Not a coward. Me? No, I want to. I'm not a coward either. I'm okay. Just, I, I'm 100% sure I'm going to get all these right. Okay. We're going to do – let me put – do I have – can I edit this document? I can't. Okay. So we're going to do this current scoreboard. Um, which is tied at three. We're going to do wrestler's real name or shoot name. Oh, no. <laughs> How do you guys feel about that category? Oh, no. Oh, pretty strong. Immediately. Strong. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Idiot. All right. Uh, this one is ben, for... Ben can go first. Ben it's for Ben. <laughs> yeah, Ben can go first. What is Chris Jericho's shoot name? Without looking. Jess Jericho. <laughs> okay. okay, let's do. That's wrong. Uh, let's do Justin. Wait, Sean, wait, wait. Yeah. Oh damn! I know Chris Jericho's actually. Oh okay, yeah. You you can steal. What is it? Oh, yeah, that's bullshit. It's... Oh no yeah, way! Steal. <laughs> it's Christopher Irvine, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh baby! Ooh, I can Wikipedia. literally what you sound like. Literally what you sound like right now. Literally, you know how I know that. Is because his band went to North Dakota to do a concert the other day, <laughs> just so they didn't have to make people wear masks and stuff like that. What is it his was, band? Fozzy. They're a hard rock band, but he was oh, in the news yeah. everywhere because he uh, because he like <laughs> they went out of their way to do a 
to do a concert in North Dakota so they didn't have to wear masks or something like that. Smash Mouth did the same thing. I think it might have been at the same North Dakota concert. It was like some big bike conference. Yeah, the, it the was. The Sturgis yeah, Bike yeah. Rally? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Smash Mouth was there too. Yeah. Or maybe they had to wear masks and everyone took them off. I don't know. But I just read an article <laughs> about it and I saw Chris Irvine and I was like, who's that? And then it said Chris Jericho. And I was like, this is going to come in handy on the bottom yeah. platform. <laughs> Yeah, and it did. And you got the steal. Uh, the question is to you, Justin. What is Shawn Michaels' shoot name? Shawn Michaels' shoot name? Um, Shawn Michaels' shoot name. Oh, oh, Shawn Michaels' like shoot name. Okay, yeah, no, of course. Um, um, uh, 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 Derek, Derek Quinn. Derek Quinn, no. Derek Quinn the second. Derek Quinn the second. Can you, can you steal, Ben? Go for it. I dare you to steal it. Mon Shikles. <laughs> it's actually Michael Hickenbottom. Oh, so close. That's <laughs> Dang it. That's Very, close. Very close. Very close. Okay. Okay, Ben. Um, Hulk Hogan shoot name. Oh, no. I actually know this one. No, you don't. Yeah, no, I do. you don't. Yeah, There's do. no way. There's absolutely no way you know Hulk Hogan's real name. I can't even make a joke out of it either with like the whole first letter being the same either. This sucks. <laughs> I, I know his I know his first I know his first name. Like, what is it? I'm not gonna say it right now because I'm gonna try to steal it from you because now I want to guess his last name. Ah, uh, boy. Harley Davidson Hogan. <laughs> All right, Justin, for half a point, first name. Hulk Hogan's first his name. His first name's Terry, right? Terry. Yeah, it's Terry you Hogan. Suck. That's his name. It's not, but I'll give you a half a point. Damn it. <laughs> Dude, I watch I watch WrestleMania almost like every day. It's like a daily YouTube thing that like puts out news and they recently talked about Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Dude, I'm getting lucky today. I just, Justin, do you think about how I got better rated in the funny category? Uh, I was the funnier person. He gave me a pity point at the end. He gave me a pity point. <laughs> Also, you only got that last point because he likes Sting. I sold the better story. If we put our two stories next to each other, more people would buy my <laughs> tickets to WrestleMania than yours. You dumb butthole. Yeah, if you had Reiki healing in it, maybe. Idiot and clacks and horns. I've never hated you more than I hate I'm you. I'm getting we, a bite to your place and break into it tonight. We will let the no Twitter way. sphere decide. We will let the Stop. Twitter sphere decide. Stop saying you're going to break into my apartment. <laughs> What got weird... keys now too i took care of your fish now i can take care of you dude what a wild what an absolute insane <laughs> thing to say an absolute insane insult to say I'm gonna break in. oh you know what you're making mad i'm gonna break into your apartment that's crazy and do nothing just break in <laughs> and do nothing. You break in and then grab a sandwich and head out yeah that's all, right. Cool. all right justin yeah what is john cena's shoot name no way that's not his real name Oh shit! I didn't um, say that. What's his shoot name? I'm, I'm gonna say John Cena. John Cena's correct. Oh, oh son of <laughs> it! Kidding me? It's not oh, seen Gina. Cause look at he wears jeans every time. It should be Sion Gina. You're kidding me? Have you seen Amy <laughs> Schumer's Trainwreck? Cause I have. He has a sex scene in it, and I watched the credits. Dude, I'm having a great day today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, be- I'm beating you right now five and a half to three. Five and a half to three. Whatever. God, Ben, you're so All right, Ben. 
I'm going to give you a, a question from the category most championship reigns. Oh, okay. I have this too. Oh, Jesus. So who has held the WCW slash WWE Cruiserweight Championship the most with eight reigns? Don't call Steve Austin. Final answer. He's a cruiserweight, you dummy. Is that your final answer? Yeah, it's my final answer. Shut up, Justin. You're so stupid. Justin, Damn, can you steal? I don't know it, but I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make a better guess than he. Oh, I shit on my friend when I don't even know the answer. <laughs> you keep saying you're gonna break into my apartment. Um, so I, I'm gonna go with okay. Stuff. We're saying WCW. It's the WCW slash WWE Cruiserweight the, Championship. The Cruiserweight Championship hasn't been around for a while. So it's someone from maybe like they retired or maybe they're gone in like the mid 2000s. Oh no. So when the, so it has, it started in WCW in the nineties and then it like, so it's not the, it's not the one you're thinking of like the two or five live one. Yeah. It's not that one with the purple strap. Did it turn into something else like the intercontinental championship or something like that? I don't think so, but I don't think WWE, I think the WWE like might've retired it and then brought it back, but the reigns are like, like in the stat in the history in the annals of time, the the reigns count. This person held it in both promotions. So this person held it in WCW. That's a hint. And then also held it in WWE or WWF. It's not a hint for me. Just to admit, yeah, anything. you don't know it. None um, of this I'm gonna go for Eddie Guerrero. Okay, if it's very close, it was Rey Mysterio Jr. Oh, oh my man. man, dude, no freaking way i was this close to saying ray mysterio <laughs> oh i bet so you were dude i said eddie Guerrero. you said stone cold steve austin because you're running out of wrestlers you know yeah because <laughs> you can drink beers in like a freaking 15 seconds it's the coolest thing ever of course he deserves to be champion idiot <laughs> champion you're falling apart you're falling apart no wonder i'm winning shut up okay you're off our podcast. Okay, Justin. Justin figuratively has raised his hand, and he's gonna he's going to try to put a dagger in this one, Ben, uh, w- with a question. Oh, no. uh, and we're talking about we talked about where the boogeyman was built from. Yeah. Do you, Justin? Do you know where the Undertaker is built from? The depths of hell. He is not. Ben, can you steal? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. No. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the depths of hell. He's built from <laughs> Death Valley. Ah, oh, son of a... He's from Clemson. He's from <laughs> <laughs> Clemson. That's crazy. I had no idea Mark Calloway went to Clemson. That's his shoot name. Do I get a point? Shut up. Uh, no, you did not. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, that was a good one, though. Oh, I can maybe round your five and a half up to six, but I'll think about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me know. All right, Justin, I'm going to... I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you one. You got to save here with an answer. Otherwise, I think, or excuse me, Ben, I'm going to give you one. You got to save here with an answer. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I think Justin's going to, going to take it home with a five and a half to three because okay. our listeners are probably like, man, these guys keep <laughs> missing the trip. They suck. You guys did give the expectation, though, and you are a great storyteller, so it's okay. <laughs> I've gotten two and um, a half. I've gotten two and a half points. That's really impressive. Yeah, but I was still the funnier one in the first section, so that's... We tied. I got a pity point at the end. We tied. Before this is for you. So I'm. I'm okay. Ben. Sorry. I feel. I'm learning your names. I know them. Um, before the Miz wrestled, he was known for being on an MTV reality show. What was the name of that show? Oh man, I know this too. Well, I bet you do. 
Yeah, you spend so much time watching reality TV. I hate I this shit. I know this one. I absolutely know this one. Oh, next. MTV's next. The best <laughs> show ever made for television. <laughs> Great show. Great show. So, how did you not get this one? This one's easy, dude. Who did All you right, know, Justin? I read this. Even if I didn't know it, let me tell you how I could have broke it down without even knowing the answer. Right. The Miz has been around since, like, we're starting in 2010. He's relatively newish in like, I think he must have started around maybe like 2008 at the earliest, probably. So what's the biggest MTV reality show in the early to mid 2000s? The real world, you dumb idiot. <laughs> okay, cool. I've never seen that episode. And for the oh, win. You watch more real world than I did. What a flex. And for the win, Justin Borak. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes, it is. It's the win. He's an idiot. <laughs> Don't break into my apartment. <laughs> I'm gonna smash a window at least. I, I, only I can two throw windows. up five stories. I can throw five stories up easy. Don't, don't tell people that I live. In, don't start giving away. Justin stuff. lives at five. <laughs> <laughs> he docks me. Yeah. And you you played valiantly, and uh, I threw you guys into the ringer. So I just wanted to thank you guys for both being good sports, and. Uh, and stepping in the worlds that you're just becoming familiar with. So there's still, there's still so much to be uncovered. That's why I'm like slightly jealous of all of you. You just like, you get to experience so much ludicrous things for so many ludicrous things for the first time. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys say about them all on your podcast. So let's segue into that because we wrapped up the dessert. Yeah. So plugs and anything like that, you know, yeah. go ahead. So, yeah, yeah, so um, so our show, if you've listened this far of us just being real goofy, then you might <laughs> like our show. Uh, it's called Wrestling History 101. Uh, we break down every pay-per-view starting in 2010 for the WWE. Uh, yeah, it's on Spotify, Apple. It's it's up everywhere already with the trailers. You can go hit subscribe, okay. um, and it'll come to you. Uh, we're dropping – we're a part of a podcast network that I'm developing called The Social. Um and we're dropping all of our shows for the social at the end of September. So episodes will start coming out weekly at the end of September. Um, yeah. And you, uh, we have an Instagram, right? Yeah. Wrestling History 101 podcast. Long ass uh, title. Man. Yeah. Real long. <laughs> There's a lot of wrestling histories out there already. <laughs> you blew it. <laughs> but yeah. Um, check us out. And I mean, I'm sure we already talked about it. I'm sure we're going to have you guys on and force you guys and your little your, your your indie love to watch a freaking mainstream pay per view with us. Yeah. I'm gonna be really smarky on that episode. It's like <laughs> good. I can't wait. Look, I'm real snobby and like you guys have never. I can't believe you've never heard of this and need yeah. that. So be, be, be prepared for that energy. <laughs> Absolutely. When we have people on, on, we want them to rip on us. It's mainly a rip. Just how little yeah. we know. Otherwise, it's just Justin versus me. He is not a noble opponent. If you thought we were competitive on this podcast, we just yell at each other. <laughs> hey, that's what makes it. That's what makes a team better, right? I mean, just pure you, hatred. Yeah, just <laughs> just trying to outdo each other uh, and things like that. So, no, I'm looking forward to it. If we ever do it, I hope we. I, I like. Uh, I like the task of watching something random and then just like you're just like oh, like your 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 childhood just floods back because. That era, I think, I'm pretty sure that era. So I want to say that, like, my wrestling experience was, like, 94 to 2002 watching, growing up. 
And then well, 2002, I hit a lull. Then I like started going to high school and like wrestling wasn't cool. And then I was still in college and like wrestling wasn't cool in my, in my circles. And then after I graduated, I was just like, wrestling's fucking cool. Like, what was I doing all these years? <laughs> and like, and honestly, who got me back into it was Sting. Sting came back to do that, oh. that quicker run. Uh, at, uh, and then, yeah, he had his WrestleMania match where everyone's like, okay, he's balding and really old, but he's still my favorite. I've dressed up for him as, uh, in Halloween before and made an ass of myself. So He comes back to the <laughs> WWE in 2015. The only reason why, against like Seth yeah. Rollins and stuff. Right, that's when I got back into it. Yeah, that's the short. I watched like 15 episodes in that realm. And then we decided to do this podcast, so I stopped and I went back to 2010. So I like watched the Seth Rollins Sting feud and left it alone. And we're going to get back there at this rate, doing a pay-per-view a week starting in 2010 in like six years. Cool. (laughs) Be old then by the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the, that night he wrestled Rollins, I legitimately convinced myself that he could they maybe put the strap on him for like a day. I was like, okay, Sting's going to be WWF champion. Like I convinced my like I went back to being yeah. a, a, a like a sixth grader for that night. Oh yeah, and that's yeah. I mean that's what I love about wrestling. So, uh, but uh, yeah, you guys have any? I think you're going to get unplugs on. You've said the podcast, said all this stuff, and uh, we'll be sure to check it out and. And get on Twitter. I don't know if you guys are on Twitter. Get on Twitter. We'll retweet the the heck out of you because that's where we are mostly. Hell yeah. And uh, and, yeah. Introduce, and try to introduce you to our fan base. But other than that, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, guys. I think it's oh, been a blast. Time, man. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah. Cool. And uh, hopefully we'll go to like one of these indie wrestling things coming up soon. I, I'm yeah. so Sunday soon, baby. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, for you, the listeners, you can find all of our stuff. I'm just going to do a quick outro. Find all of our stuff at twoyearsonaface.com. Uh, all our podcast episodes that's the number two heels and face.com and you'll find links to social media there you're probably listening to us on soundcloud spotify google play stitcher radio itunes i think other than that hashtag beat of gpa and yes we'll hopefully see all both of you and all of you listeners at a freelance wrestling show upcoming until then take care